Welcome to the Positive Pants Podcast. Mindset, motivation, and inspiration to help you find your positive pants. It's time to let go of negative thinking, understand why you do what you do, and stop the self-sabotage with your host, Fran Excel. Welcome to the show. As always, it's Fran Excel, your resident subconscious success mentor, helping you find your very own pair of positive pants so you can get out of your own way and live a life that you love. If you want to stop self-sabotaging your own success and let go of the stress, then you are in the right place, my friend. Make sure you download your free Stressed to Success guided meditation at bit.ly forward slash stress to success as my little gift to you just for being here. Please do subscribe, share and review. It really, really helps people that need to hear this message find us and I so appreciate it. In the show notes, you'll also find details of how you can work with me and where you can get your mitts on my meditations, products, printables, programs. You can find it through the link in my bio on Instagram, which is my favorite place to hang out. So please do come join me over there at I'm Fran Excel. Tag me in your takeaways, slide into my DMs. I'm here for it. So that's the formalities over my love. So let's jump to the content. How do you increase your self-worth when you've been practicing low self-worth for most of your life? Is it even possible to increase it? The quick answer is yes, absolutely possible. I know, not just because of my training, but because I've done it. The answers of how can be pretty nuanced because we're all individuals and our low self-esteem shows up in varying different ways. But there are absolutely some simple, not always easy, ways to to start you down that road. But first, where does low self-esteem and low self-worth even come from? It tends to start early in childhood. All sorts of things can affect it over the course of our lives, like toxic relationships, tough workplaces, things like that. But primarily it begins in childhood. All our experiences of not getting our needs met, all our experiences in school with teachers, parents, grandparents, friends, siblings, all combine and help form our opinion of ourselves, along with everything we watch, read and absorb through society. Self-worth and self-esteem are very closely linked, but they are essentially what you think, feel and believe about yourself and your place in the world. So how do we start to shift this around? Because we're bringing child consciousness into our adult lives, right? So understanding neuroplasticity is important here. That's the brain's ability to create new neural connections. Also, understanding that the brain will always go to the easiest route, the path of least resistance, which basically means the most rehearsed patterns of thinking and behaviours. So, it takes time and it takes energy, but you can absolutely start rewiring yourself for the opposite of your current path of least resistance and make that your default mode, if you so wish. So, Now we know it is possible, how do we start to go about doing it? It's incredibly helpful to start to identify the negative unconscious beliefs that you have about yourself. Get them written down. Now, I would suggest doing this one by one because we don't want to end up with just a list of all the things that we think negatively about ourselves. So one by one, look at that one belief, that first one objectively and challenge it argue against it? What would your best friend say about it? Where did it come from? What evidence do you have 
that it's not true. And then rinse and repeat on your other ones. Yeah. Next little task. Write down a list of your accomplishments and amazing things that you've done. This can simply be things you've done for others. It can be accolades, awards, things you've overcome, cool things you've done. The sky is the limit here, but challenge yourself to find as many as you can. Things that prove you're awesome and a really good person. Next up is start to notice your unhelpful habits. These are just wired in protection behaviors that can be changed, okay? But things can only change when you know what you're trying to change. So don't do this through the lens of criticism and judgment. It's absolutely not your fault that it's there. We all have our habits that don't serve us. It's a part of the human experience. So do this task again through the lens of curiosity and knowledge that when you find these things, it's not an exercise in beating yourself up. When you pick them out, you're going to be able to make positive changes. The next one might feel slightly clunky difficult and a little bit unnatural to start with, which is treat yourself kindly. Ask yourself, how could I be kind to myself right now? It might be an acknowledgement, a new way of thinking, or it could be something you physically do for yourself that helps you know that you're worth the time and effort because you flipping are. Next one is learn to meet your own needs. Actually ask yourself what they are and tune into the answer. So many people are so disconnected to their own needs, okay? So ask yourself, what do I want right now? What do I need right now? How could I look after myself in this moment? And actually give yourself what you need. If the answer is something that you know isn't good for you, challenge yourself. Your pesky ego has come out to play, but you get to put it back in its box and ask, would this, would doing this thing actually be good for me right now? What need am I trying to meet? And is there another better way for me to meet it? You know, that's a huge one when it comes to emotional eating. Asking yourself, what need am I trying to meet? Is there another way I could meet it? Yeah. Following on to this, communicate your needs to others to give them a chance of actually meeting them. If you don't learn to communicate your needs, how can you expect them to be met? Maybe you need space. Maybe you need time. Maybe it's something else. But remember to shift the focus. If you're focusing on the negatives, then you will find more of them. Intentionally start to seek the positives. Yeah, This is where my journaling for the non-dear diary type comes in. Because when you do this, you aren't denying any negatives. You're allowing them to be present. And you can be curious about what they're trying to tell you rather than being consumed by them and taking them on as a truth that is yours. But when you intentionally shift the purpose to emotions like gratitude and appreciation, you're also wiring your brain to start seeking the positives. And next up, challenge yourself. This is a huge one. We only grow through learning to sit in a little discomfort and challenging ourselves. Allow yourself to achieve things. Actually give yourself the opportunity to grow. The more you do this, the more your confidence and self-worth will, will grow. Because when we challenge ourselves, we literally create new neural pathways that support our sense of self-worth. So how could you challenge yourself? Maybe you want to learn something new. Maybe you want to run a marathon. Write a book. Sit with it and see what comes up for you. And show yourself compassion 
the same compassion that you would offer anybody else. Next thing, do the things that make you feel good. I'm always talking about something that I did and do that really helped me on my journey of self-love and self-worth. To the point I think everyone in my membership, one-to-one people and my programs think I'm pretty weird because it's so seemingly simple and nuanced to me specifically that they may not be able to see how it has such a profound effect. But every single day when I get out of the shower, I moisturize my whole body. I use the fancy stuff too. Why? I feel amazing. I smell great. My skin is always great. I always get complimented on my skin. I did not wake up like this. It feels luxurious. I feel worth it. And instead of looking at things that you wish you had, ask yourself, why other people have them? Like I say, I get complimented on my skin all the time. I do have great skin now because I put the time into having great skin. I don't just get it through wanting it. I take action. You know, that person with the amazing body that you're comparing yourself to probably puts the work in to have it. You know, what do you know will make you feel great? That is something you can easily give yourself and turn into a positive habit. It's so easy to look at other people and assume that they just have things or are things or whatever. It all comes from action. Yeah. Next one, spend time on yourself. Even if you start with just five minutes per day, investing time in yourself is an incredible thing to do, particularly if you lean towards people pleasing and putting other people first. Five minutes of meditation or journaling can really, really kickstart your belief that you are worth your own time. You can look to gradually increase it, but you just need to start with the five minutes. Think about what you'll be wiring in with that. And on the subject of people pleasing, notice when you say yes when you want to say no and practice saying no. You don't have to be rude and it gets easier, I promise. Next up, notice how the people that you spend your time with make you feel. Spend more time with the people who make you feel good and fill your cup and less with the people who bring you down or actively put you down. Understand that the things you don't feel you have capacity for are usually things that you can learn. Yeah, this could be confidence, self-love, patience, belief in yourself. You can learn it all, but you have to start somewhere. And the people that bring you down or put you down, you can still love them from a distance. Ask people you know love and appreciate you what they love and appreciate about you. The brain likes evidence, so why don't you give it some? And remember that that little voice in your head is not you. It's a collection of defense and protection mechanisms that you've learned over time that can all be unlearned. Above all else, please don't value your self-worth on external factors like busyness, how many followers you have, your income, your appearance, wealth, size, etc, etc. And please, please, please don't allow anyone else to. You are so worthy. Whether you think that or not right now, it's still true. Yeah. The final little thing that I want to note, now I've got you pondering all that, is the little reminder that the opportunity to join Lauren's subscription box course, tick all the boxes, and access to all of her and my glorious bonuses, closes for enrolment tonight, 11th of July, 2022, at 9pm. To check it out or to join her, just head to bit.ly 
forward slash my subs box. So that's bit.ly forward slash my subs box. If now is the right time for you, then I'm really excited to support you for the next six months. If it's not, I hope you feel really, really good about making the right decision for you because that's what it's about when it comes to self-worth, right? It's another huge part of it, knowing that you're making the right decisions and choices for yourself because everybody deserves that, including you, my love. So if you got value from this and you know in your gut that now is the time to step up and start rewiring your thinking and start changing things for yourself, then join the Positive Pants Toolkit app and community so you can work out what needs to happen to get you from where you're at right now to the action-taking success you know you can be. And if you want my eyes and ears on your problems, then I work with people one-on-one and through my programs. You can find all the details to join the toolkit or book in a call in the show notes, the link in my bio and Instagram, and on my website, franexcel.com. So stop waiting for if and when and choose to change things now because you can. I'm here to believe in you when you don't believe in yourself. And as always, I hope you found this helpful. And I'll see you next week. Bye.